This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill. I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. AutoCorrect wants to celebrate you today. What can you do to fix up your car? Share your skills with us. We want others to hear what repairs or what maintenance you can do so that maybe others can try it also. But if you need a little help with something, Allison is here for that. Hello, Allison. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. And you fix up everybody else's car. What's the last thing you have done for your ride? I put in the drive shaft in my race car the other day, which took two people to do, <laughs> and uh, bolted in the, the carrier bearing um, bracket that goes into it. And so uh, that was the most recent thing I did for my own car, besides the order and a billion parts. <laughs> well, I want to celebrate you doing that because so many times you you know it's the cobbler's children have no shoes so many times it's the construction worker whose house is falling apart or people who have professions who do something all the time a lot of times they won't take care of their own family or at least that's a stereotypical saying that you hear so I'm glad that you have enough self-care. <laughs> that oh, don't you... get me wrong. My daily driver needs a few things, but it's basically <laughs> in good shape, mechanically speaking. So. Well, <laughs> over the weekend, I installed new windshield wipers in my van, and it was ridiculous how these wiper blades literally were dripping rubber that was just literally falling off on strips on the windshield wipers. And all I did was walk to the auto parts store and say, hey, I've got this make model year car. They sold me a pair of wipers. I went out to the parking lot and clip, they were in. And even at the auto parts store, if you don't feel like you can do it yourself, they'll do it for you. Right. That that that's cheating almost. You know, uh, that's that's one step above only being able to put gasoline in your car. Oh, but the worst is, uh, I used to work in a parts store a long time ago, and the worst was when every time it rained, people wanted you to put their wipers on for them. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you have to go out in the rain to do that. But even putting yeah. in gas, some folks don't do that. I, I know we were, we've driven through New Jersey. I think maybe Oregon is another state. It's illegal to pump your own gas. So they uh, they have there has to be an attendant there but you know if you you know if you pump your own gas good for you we want to hear what folks can do we want to celebrate folks who can do anything on their car we want you to email us our address is auto at mpbonline.org Allison, I asked around uh, here at the station a little bit, and I know we've had uh, Java mentioned that he changed a flat tire recently. Jason, 
who's our Fix It 101 host, said he put a new fog lamp bulb in his daughter's car, but I'm going to challenge all the parents next time you need to do something to your car. Get that teenager, get that elementary school in there to help you do it so that they can learn how to do it. Lisa Lancaster, who is our traffic manager with our radio reading service, she vacuums her car each week. So, you know, that's maintenance that we're proud of what all folks can do. Let's go to the phones and find out uh, what vehicle repair questions or what repairs and maintenance our listeners can do. Willie from Memphis, we're glad that you've called in today. What is your comment or question for AutoCorrect? Uh, yes, ma'am. Thanks for taking my call. i got two questions. One, uh, at what point should or should I not use uh, oil for uh, older vehicles, the extended uh, mileage oil, I think they call it? And should I use fuel injection cleaner in my vehicles? Um, good questions. Um, so uh, for, your, for basically any vehicle, just um, for... Or just a, a default thing to think about when you're thinking about what oil to use for your car is to just to go by what was recommended for that engine. They're built specific to you to take a certain oil, and you should go by that. Um, the only thing that I would probably change up is on some of the later model cars where they were right before they started to switch to full synthetic is um, to maybe use a synthetic blend. And um, you can get a little more mileage out of them. They're a little bit better for your cars. Um, but I would, at any point in time when your car is over 75,000 miles, you should use a high mileage oil, which has conditioners in it to help make your seals and gaskets that will leak, but it makes them, uh, conditions them and makes them, um, swell up a little bit, and so it kind of seals them up where they tend to draw up and get cracked over time and that sort of thing, so it helps prevent that. So that's kind of the basically what you should go with when you think about what oil to use for your car. Um, fuel injection clean is really, really good if you use it regularly. It's not going to fix it a problem once something already has clogged up an injector or something in your fuel system, but it can prevent that from happening. The thing is that injectors, they do get dirty over time, and it does help to keep them spraying clean and your car running better. If you can remember to do it, it is a good thing to do. Okay. Is there any certain brand that you would recommend me to use on fuel injection cleaner? Well, uh, the Lucas and the Seafoam are two of your most known, but I mean, all of them are good. So any any brand is is fine. I'm sure you can probably look up reviews on different ones and see and pick and choose which one you you really like. But um, but I'm but any but using any products probably is a good thing. So I don't know of any particular brand that's better than another. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, well, that answers my questions. I should appreciate your show. Thank you. Thanks for calling in today, Willie. If you have got a problem, send your emails to auto at mpbonline.org. But we really want you to send your emails to celebrate your accomplishments with repairs and car maintenance. But we'll also take your vehicle repair questions. 
Is your car under recall? We've got a list of ones that are. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. healthy and fit you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active i'm dr josie bidwell host of southern remedy healthy and fit and associate professor of preventive medicine at the university of mississippi medical center listen to the show every monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for southern remedy with your preferred podcasting app Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, find our podcasts on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. Here are the recalls for the week. Ford model year 2016 through 19 Explorer SUVs with roof rails the dealers will secure the roof rails with plastic punch pins for free there's also a steering issue prompts an investigation of 1.1 million honda accords from 2013 through 15 the petition is for the investigation was prompted by owner complaints the result is the nhtsa investigation will dictate if a recall will be issued and the owners of these vehicles should watch for announcements of a formal recall you know allison has mentioned this so many times if you have a problem with your car that you think is a car problem, you think it's a manufacturer's problem or uh, that particular make, a model, or brand, then go ahead and you can go to the NHTSA's website and file a complaint, and that's well how they'll start an investigation. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website. That website is nhtsa.gov slash recall and inputting your VIN number (laughs) or you can find their Safer Car app. We are celebrating today your accomplishments yes you with repairs and car maintenance we're also taking your vehicle repair questions our email address is 
auto at mpbonline.org. And surprise, we've got Q on with us. Q Moore from works with Allison at the Automotive Group and does Q Customs. Q, thanks so much for being with us today. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Well, we're so glad that you're here. We've got Andrew on the line. And Andrew, was a- Andrew ask uh, Q again your uh, question about the Camry tires. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I have an 01 Camry. Are all the tires supposed to be the same size on, you know, as far as front and back on that car? Um, what year? 01. 01 yes, Camry. Um, let me see. That, mostly all tires are going to be the same size yeah. all the way around on most all vehicles. Um, I bought it used, and the tires were different size front and back, so that's why I, was, I think they replaced all the tires. as one Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, most of the time it's always the same. I would say that somebody probably uh, found some cheaper tires yeah. somewhere and just replaced the back with those. Okay, and I have, a, I have a question. I have a, I'm have working on a 1996 Honda Odyssey, and, okay, I, I can crank the van. I can crank it, and within about five minutes, it'll just cut out and go dead. But now if I crank it and disconnect the battery, it'll run all day. It'll run all day with the battery disconnected. But if the battery's hooked up, it will go dead in about five minutes. Huh. It, but when you unhook it, it'll it'll run, run all, all day. day. Yes, sir. It'll run fine. Mm, yeah, that one is a tricky one. I would yeah. think that it would have something to let's see, is the alternators one. Unless it has something yes, unless it has something to do with the alternator with the um with your voltage regulator. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the only yeah. Unless it was like making it uh, cut out with a battery onto it, and it's pushing out so many volts that it's you know it's got some type of safety system to make it cut out. Um, other than that, it will look sounds like it would be an ECM problem or um, a PCM yeah. control module problem. Okay. Uh, do you replace vinyl tops on on antique cars? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Where are you located at? 789 Harris Street um, off uh, Jackson, Mississippi. It's right off of uh, High Street. Off What's of 55. That, you know, you know the name of your business? Or? Excuse me? What's the name of your business? Oh, AG Automotive. AG Automotive. Okay. And, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And on okay. Q Customs with the upholstery part. On Q Customs. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks, Andrew, and thanks, Q. Q, what did you say that you thought that might be the PCM? What was that? Yes, the PCM, the computer, it's the, or the ECM. It's the, it's the computer for, you know, pretty much controls everything on the car. Um, it's going to control the body, you know, the inside or the control module for the um, for the motor and the components. Um, since some cars have a can system, but I think the model he's talking about is before they started really making a can system on the vehicles like that. And that's an individual module on top of the ECM as well. So the ECM is one computer, then it also has a small computer on other parts of the car. Great. We are so glad that you're with us to help answer some of our questions for when folks call in. But we also want folks to call in and tell us 
what they can do because you might inspire someone else on what they can do. Uh, one thing I have done in the middle of the Murrah High School parking lot in Jackson, Mississippi, I have changed a car battery. <laughs> so uh, that's something. And if I can do it, folks, you can do that too. Let's go to V in Waynesboro. V, what's your comment or question this morning on autocorrect for Q? I'm planning on uh, moving my car from Mississippi to Illinois, um, and I want to know what I need to do to protect the engine from the ice and the uh, snow as far as operation, uh, the mot- in, uh, operating the motor vehicle so it won't freeze up or burst. Uh, that you would look at your, uh, mostly it's going to be the cooling system on that on that vehicle. Um, so what I would do is change your coolant and um, use a, you could go and ask what, there's different types that are better than others. You know, you want to use one that's up to par, not just a cheap one um, that was uh, no name brand, so to speak. It's a lot of different brands out there. But if you go to a parts store, they'll help you with uh, and tell them where you're going and, and how, you know, the stream of the, uh, the weather is. And that help you with something that's going to help you um, get through. Like how how cold do you think it's going to be? Illinois about. I lived uh, in Chicago. It can get down uh, to minus twenty, but uh, yeah. y- usually it's it can get down to zero easily. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing I would do is change the, the cooling system. That's going to be your main thing on that vehicle. Um, but I will watch out uh, with since it's going to be changing. It's going to run a little funny, most likely when you first get there, and it's going to. But it will start setting in. The computer will start, you know, uh, recognizing the elevation, and um, and you know it'll smooth out in time. But yeah, that's going to be a bigger thing in the gas. Um, you know, you probably would you probably would make sure you fill up there more or less because the gas they kinda change it by seasons, so to speak. So if you get gas in the winter time, it's gonna be a little bit different than in the summertime. Okay. So there's nothing else you can recommend to keep the engine um, or no, the biggest thing is freezing-wise is going to be, engine-wise, will be the coolant because nothing else pretty much is going to freeze to, to cause a problem with the motor. Um, the you know the oil and everything else is not going to freeze. You're not going to have too much of a problem with that at all. But you know the main thing with that is going to be a coolant. V, when we oh. lived in Chicago, I would, you know, check with your neighbors or your new coworkers or the people who have lived there. We lived there for about five years right in Chicago, and we never had to have like a engine heating block or a heating thing. But I know that they have they sell like an electric blanket for your engine. Uh I lived there for five years, like I said, and we never had anything like that, but we lived closer to the lake, and that was a little bit warmer than out in the country. But 
I would suggest not being a mechanic or anything, but just as a as a person, you know, talk with your neighbors, especially ones that have lived there for a while. They might have uh, tips or tricks, uh, especially on what kind of ice scrapers you might need or if you need to make sure you go through the car wash to get your undercarriage washed to get the salt and other chemicals that they put on the road uh, to get that washed off the bottom of your car in the springtime so it doesn't corrode the bottom of your vehicle. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm planning to go to Chicago, so I have written um, points down, and I'll check the cooling system and so forth and talk with uh, the neighbors there in Chicago. V, I loved living in Chicago. It is so vibrant. It's so fun. You'll have all your family come and stay with you to visit you so they can go to the museums or go see concerts or just go hang out at at the lake. And uh, even if you aren't in Chicago, Chicago, everybody who lives right, even an hour outside of Chicago, they say they live in Chicago. So I hope you have a fantastic time. And don't forget, you can still listen to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. You can listen to us over the internet and listen to apps. We've had a number of people who who have moved out of Mississippi, and they say they still take Mississippi with us by listening o- online or listening on the app. I sure will. I really enjoy your show. It's educational. Thank you. All right. Thanks, V. Let's go to one more call. Let's go to Bob in Memphis. Bob, let's. Uh, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question? We've got Q on this morning. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. I have a twist LX350, and uh, I have it serviced at the at the dealer. The um, the last time I went, they said that they couldn't align the front, although I've talked to somebody else, and they checked the tires and said everything looked okay. My qu- And, of course, they're going to charge me a fee just to look at it before they tell me how much it's going to cost. I want to know, there's a couple specialty shops in Memphis that, me- that specialize in front-end alignments, and they do all the front-end work. Should I just go straight to them? Because one person has told me if you take it to the dealer, all they're going to do is charge you more and then send it to this place anyway. So what, what's your opinion on that? Oh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. They will. They'll just send it to some, a specialist. They'll, you know, then they'll charge you double, you know, for sending it when you can just go directly to them. But, yes, I just would recommend you going to the specialist, you know, on your own and cut out the middle, man. Okay. Hey, thank you very much. I enjoy your show. Uh, Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, No problem. Bob, we're so glad that you called in. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're celebrating your accomplishments with repairs and car maintenance between your car repair questions. What's in the news? I'll tell you next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. 
The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think eh, maybe i'll try it myself some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes you can do it if you want to find out how to do those things listen to fix it 101 podcast everywhere your old car is kind of like that hairstyle you had in high school really cool back in the day but that old car is still cool when you donate it to mpb think radio go to mpbonline.org for details then sit back and enjoy the ride now that's cool Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. Mechanic Q Moore is in the house, too, from OnQ Customs and A&G Automobile Group. I'm Liz Gill, and we hope that you have downloaded our smartphone app the MPB Public Media app, where you can listen to our show from Chicago or anywhere else in the world. Once you've downloaded it, you can click on the support button and make a contribution because contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and others to enjoy. Thank you so much for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. In the news. Okay, so the last Tuesday on May 11th, Money Talks discussed all the upcoming shortages of just about everything since so many truck drivers have retired. And so that presents a great opportunity. The truckersreport.com has links to companies that will pay for CDL training, which is truck driving school. You can find that link on this show's information page. So maybe if you can drive a car, you could learn to drive a truck, make some good money. We're celebrating your accomplishments with repairs and maintenance. We want to hear from you, but that's just also between your vehicle repair questions. You can email us your comments to auto at mpbonline.org. Allison, we are so glad that you're with us now. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got Q. All right. Great. You know, I kind of wandered around uh, the work to find out from folks what they do to keep up with their car. Uh, stereotypically, uh, some of the, the ladies don't quite do as much. But I was surprised. Desiree, one of our reporters here, she repaired her leather seat. She said she didn't do a very good job, Q. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was something she did herself. Shan, who works in our uh, communications department, she listens for weird sounds. So, you know, Allison, talk about how important it is to be able to describe a sound to your mechanic. Uh, definitely, because um, there's there's uh, pretty much a set amount of sounds that your car is going to make, and we generally know what, what it is. So if you can... Lots of times, what these days, when you've got your cell phone with you, I ask customers to record the sounds 
um, which has actually helped out a lot. Genius. So, um, so, yeah, so that's, that's been very helpful um, these days. But, yeah, being able to duplicate the, the sound is really helpful because it, it, it really does give you an idea of what's going on with the car. All right, here we go. Mobile, we love you, Alabama, and Jennifer, 241. You get Allison and Q to help answer your vehicle repair questions, or you could tell us what's the last thing you've done to maintain or repair your car yourself. Jennifer, thanks for calling in. What's up? Well, I'm calling today because um, we have a 2000 Dodge van, that my caravan that my husband loves so much. And he was having problems with the starter getting to it. So he's an electrician, so he figured he would cut, I think it's called the wire harness, to put in the starter, and then he would just rewire it. Well, since he did that, the car runs really bad. It's black smoke. Um, it's idling high. And if you're at a light or, you know, driving and your foot's off the gas for a little while, the car will cut off. So we took it to a mechanic shop. They put some type of sensor um, on it. They said that the wiring looks fine, and the car is still driving bad. And so they told us that we need a new computer system. And I'm wondering if that computer system is really going to help the car or is it just kind of messed up now because he cut those wires and even though it looks like he rewired it correctly maybe it's not allison let's let's start with you uh we we both have love-hate relationships or allison has more of a hate-hate relationship with her grand caravan (laughs) Yeah, well, this, well, this this time it didn't sabotage itself. It sounds like um, it. It sounds like the wiring is probably not correct, or something has come loose in it. The the other thing is, is I don't know if he disconnected the battery when he did the wiring, and he could have actually sent like a electrical shock through the system, and it could have damaged the computer. Um, what do you think, Q? Yeah, that was my thoughts exactly. Um, I figured that he could have uh, touched one of the wires and shorted the ECM out. You know, it that sounds, you know, most likely what could have happened to the car. Or like you said, when the wires came loose a little bit and somewhere in the um, where he had it wrapped up at. But if he went in the wire harness, man, that is, you know, he could have done a he could have done anything to to ruin the uh, ECM. <laughs> I know. I was like, "You're crazy. Why'd you do that?" <laughs> He's like, yeah, "Well, I can't get to idea. it. So I'm an electrician. I'll just hook it all back up." And the car ran so good before then, and now it's just a hot mess. And twelve hundred dollars for this computer system. I have a friend that's an electrician and he's, when I've seen him do electrical repairs on cars, he uses things that they use for houses and it doesn't work. You shouldn't. There's a a different way to repair electrical on cars. So he may be using like a a home repair that's for a house that's not going to work on a car because of vibration and things like that. So he may need to take it to um, an automotive electrical uh, shop and have them get that wiring fixed for them. Okay, yeah, that's what the place, um, what they recommended, but, you know, I was just thinking, like, 
but you need a, a new van. Like, but um, I guess maybe we'll try because I guess twelve hundred dollars is cheaper than a new used van. Right. Well, thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. God bless you, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel for him. <laughs> All right. Uh, John and Sam, hang on. We are celebrating your accomplishments and repairs and car maintenance and taking your questions. You can send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up. Okay, do not panic. When you hear the beginning of this re- this review, uh, Q and Allison, this is hilarious. Do not panic when you first hear the review in describing it. It isn't that bad. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. Well, the vehicle we have this week looks like a Bentley and drives like a Jaguar. It's the 2021 Genesis G80 Prestige Edition. You know, from the outside, you got the big chrome grille and the sleek styling that gives it a very British look. And inside, Napa leather seats, heated and ventilated up front, massage seats for the driver. Also, the Lexicon audio system, 21 speakers of sound, panoramic sunroof, and beautiful, sleek, real wood, and a digital instrument cluster. Just really gorgeous. It works really well. Underneath the hood, a twin-turbo V6 delivers 375 horsepower, 391 pound-feet of torque, and it goes to all-wheel drive. So that car gets down the road pretty quick. Fuel economy's not bad either. At 18 miles per gallon the city, 26 miles per gallon the highway. Well, let's talk about price. That's the one great thing because it's certainly not a Bentley price. It starts about $48,000. This one fully equipped, $68,150. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart devices podcasting platform. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. 
Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. I hope you stay tuned after the show at 11 a.m. It's Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I am Liz Gill. We've got all kinds of professionals on the show today. We've got the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. We've got her partner in crime, mechanic Q Moore from On Q Customs. Both of them you can find at the AG Automotive Group in Jackson. Uh, we've got a couple of calls holding. You know, one thing... Uh, when we're talking about celebrating things that you can do on your own, Otto Casey, our car reviewer, he says he's changed car batteries in all his cars. And Claudia at work, you know, well, she just puts gas in her car, but uh, good for her for doing that. You know, some people are kind of even scared to do that. Q, what was the first thing you remember doing uh, to repair or maintain a car when you were growing up? Oh, man, I would say brakes. It would have to be brakes. I was like 13. My, my dad said, if you drive, if you ride in it, you have to work on it. So, yeah, it would be brakes. <laughs> and, you know, now that, you know, you mentioned it, that was my dad. My dad I helped show me how to wash a car, how to dry a car, how to wax a car, but then also how to replace a bulb in a car or how to replace a fuse in a car. It's so great if parents show their kids how to do it. Hopefully our cars aren't getting too uh, expensive that folks can't do it themselves. So let's go on to John, who's called in from Magnolia. John, thanks for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Well, I got a, I got a little problem. I think I got a 2004 Taurus, and when I crank it up in the morning, it sounds like a one of them old hoops back in the day. But when it gets warmed up, it, 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 it runs good. But it, it just it just sounds like it on the on the alternator alternator side where the timing belt is. Sometimes it'll smoke on that side. But when I first crank it up in the morning, it just sounds terrible. So they get warmed up, then it quits. Q, any suggestions? Is that just mm. what should happen with the Taurus? Oh no, it, it shouldn't happen. It's, it's kind of good, and I hate to do this to you. It's, but uh, is there any way you can mimic the sound? Say <laughs> do what? Come again? Can you make that, that sound can... for us, John? We want to hear you sound like your O4 Taurus. Oh, that was great. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you might have a tensioner or something going bad, maybe in the timing itself. And when it's running, it's trying to re- it's setting itself. Um, yeah. And then as it runs, it sets itself up and it you know, becomes stiff enough to uh, get the car in time. And then the computers and everything probably do the rest. And now it's, you know, it's probably running fine. That's what it sounds like to me. It's probably more like a timing issue or a tensioner inside, the, you know, the time, for the timing. Well, that, that's what I figured because I've I driven it to Jackson and back, and it done good. And, but when it gets warmed up, boy, she's gone. But I never did like a Ford, so I hope y'all don't, don't care nothing about a Ford. But I was always a Chevrolet <laughs> man and a Chrysler man. 
So this one will be up to a missile. It didn't cost me nothing, so. I got you. Well, the Ford Mustang is probably my favorite out of all the Fords. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was just checking, you know, because I, uh, I know it's, it's a center on on one that it need to be uh, replaced, and I don't know about that little smoking deal on that side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have a small oil leak some, or something, or, you know, it's kind of hard to say without taking a look at the motor, because right now it has been a minute since I... Uh, what size that okay yeah i remember now yeah it, it, i would have to say it would have to be something that is leaking on that side or maybe it's leaking it's only it only does it in the morning it's just or just it, in oh, the morning when i first crank it up you can see smoking and like i said it's running like a john deere tractor or something that after they get it warmed up that's it i mean she goes too when she gets warmed up uh, yeah, it might just have a small, it might be a separate problem, it sounds like. It might have a little small oil leak or some type of leak, and it's probably yes, just, yeah, just happening over time as it sits, and when the motor runs, you know, and it heats up, it burns it off. Thanks, oh, yeah. John. We appreciate yes, you calling in. Right. Let's get uh, Nikki from Starkville on the show. Uh, Nikki, uh, what's your comment or question? We've got Q today. What's going on? Hey guys, um, so my husband is a mechanic and I wanted to say or really ask why is it that the mechanic's wife's car always gets worked on last? I just said that. Just said that at the beginning of the show. Just why said that, that at the beginning of the show, Nikki. Hey, I, I can answer that now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, it's, and anytime somebody is in the profession, it seems like their profession on the personal side always uh, suffers, you know, because it's like you get paid to work on somebody else's and you don't to work on your, you know, on your own. And plus, a lot of mechanics or techs, they know what is serious, and so they'll end up letting it ride until it gets serious. <laughs> but for everybody else, <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> That makes so much sense. Like, I've always asked him, like, you know, my car needs this. Like, it's making this noise. Like, can you fix it? And he'll be like, yeah. And then he never does. Well, Nikki, I want to ask you, what can you do? Do you know how to change the wiper blades? Or do you wash or vacuum or put gas in? What do you do for your car? Oh, um, well, I definitely put gas in there. And I wash it and keep it clean because I've got boys that keep it filthy. Um, that's about it. <laughs> well, you, you learn to do a, a few things, and then we'll we'll see how he feels when uh, when wife starts taking care of the car. Yeah, for sure. Let me. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be like, oh, well, I fixed this because you didn't. Thanks for calling in, Nikki. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all have a good one. All right, we've got one more call. Is this is this V calling back in from Waynesboro? Yes, I have a quick question about my lights. They're dim on bright even at night, and I've had the window cover and scrub several times. Um, What new light can I get? I need to be able to see clearly at night. Uh, And has it always been like this? And have you tried to change the bulbs? Yes, I've had those changed. And and you haven't had any luck in... um at night, it's at all? just 
No, at night it's just dim. I have to put place the lights on bright to drive. So well, I'm they concerned. They do have different types. Okay, they do have different types of uh, high def high def uh, lights, and some of them have uh, modules to make it even brighter. And some of them nowadays with the LEDs, they they uh, are brighter. You know, you just plug and go, just plug and play. And they'll have those at um, almost any automotive um, um, parts store. Okay. Toyota service my car. Should I go to Toyota or should I just go and purchase them and have someone no, to put them in? I would, yes. I would go and purchase purchase them because they will probably end up trying to put the same thing that you already have at Toyota. I would go with an aftermarket. V, I believe in you. I think you could change <laughs> your own lights. Now, Michelle just whispered in my ear. She got some high-def lights, and they were like $100 a piece. But yeah. I, I believe yeah. in you. I believe that you could, uh, changing uh, the light bulbs, you can read the instructions online or in your owner's manual i bet you could do that yourself okay thank you i'll try <laughs> I would, q i think i scared her off <laughs> <I'm not right. laughs> q remind us one more time uh where do you and allison work and and what's your business inside your business Oh, I uh, work at AG Automotive, that's Automotive Group, um, and, you know, on Q Customs. We have the upholstery shop inside and also the automotive. We do everything except for paint, you know, and um, transmission. You can but, find yeah. them on Facebook. We always have a link on the show's page. Q, thank you so much. You and Allison are just a whiz, and we are so glad that you're a friend of the show. That's going to wrap uh-huh wrap us up for today's auto correct thank you jay white thank you michelle mcadoo thank you java chapman for allison walker and q moore you can find them on facebook allison's on twitter and instagram as the lady auto mechanic i'm liz gill thanks for listening to auto correct on mpb think radio This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.